Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So I have some awful Christmas gifts. Oh, no. When I still live with my parents, they got me a Cards Against Humanity deck. Right after I opened it, they told me I was not allowed to play it until I was 18. I was 15 at the time. What? Yeah, what the fuck? How can you give someone a gift Why? and say you can't play it for three years? Why would you they do just that? just don't even get it. Seriously, that's so dumb. Okay, next one. I'm going to answer for my sister. When I was about five, making her nine, our uncles, aunts, and cousins asked me what my sister liked. I had no idea. All I knew was she liked to yell at me. So I dumbly replied for her that she liked hair ties. For Christmas that year, my sister received an assortment of an insanely high number, like 200 different hair ties, scrunchies, etc. She didn't let me live that down for a long time. <laughs> I guess she shouldn't have yelled at her. <laughs> That's right. Maybe she would know more about it. Next one, we used to have an ornithologist come to speak with our class once a fortnight because our primary school teacher really loved birds. So I learned a lot about birds, except I wasn't really into birds, but my parents told everyone how cute it was that I knew so much about birds. For the next couple birthdays and Christmases, all I got was bird books. <laughs> so many books about birds. It's been 20 years, and I still absolutely hate birds. <laughs> That's true, though. If someone hears you like oh, something. Oh, yeah. That's it. Yeah. You get it insane amount of, it, of whatever it is. Uh, next one, a book about how to take criticism gifted to me by my mother-in-law. Oh, how Lovely. thoughtful. This one breaks my fucking heart. Listen to this bullshit. When I was 15, I really wanted a dog. My mom knew this. Cue Christmas morning, after we had opened other presents, my mom came back with the last one. It was a wrapped box with holes in the sides, bouncing and moving some, and puppy barks of cuteness. I got so excited to open it and meet my new best friend. When I opened it, it was a stuffed animal puppy, a bumble ball toy, and a small tape recorder with puppy barks. What? My heart sank, and I just sat there and cried. What a bitch. Seriously, what evil fucking piece of shit would do that to their child? That is horrible. That is horrible. That's... Mm. Yeah, that pissed me off too. Okay, next one. Toothpaste. Apparently it wasn't even that my breath stank. We were just out of toothpaste. What? Merry Christmas! <laughs> hopefully they got more than that. Well, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Was that your only <laughs> present? Uh, my mom rarely cared what gift we might actually want or our personal tastes. Uh, and most often she would select a gift based on her own personal taste. In the late 80s, she decided to buy me a stereo as a main large gift for whatever reason. And she selected a Fisher Price, the children's toy brand, turntable. This is after CD players were invented, and of course, nobody played records anymore. The worst part was that she decided to treat the stereo like some sophisticated equipment that was too good for a child to play with, so after Christmas, she stored it in its original box in our attic, where it has remained to this day. 
It was supposed to be just stored there until some arbitrary time, but my mom is a huge procrastinator and that time never came. I'm still salty that she wasted all that money on a stupid gift rather than on something I might have enjoyed and actually gotten to use. This this makes no sense. Uh, there are some awful parents out there. However, if you got that out of a... If it's brand new from the 80s, that shit's worth yeah, money now. you could probably get some money for it. Yeah, so get over it. <laughs> and go get go, some money. Go get it and <laughs> sell it. Exactly. Uh, next one, years back, my cousin bought me a rifle case. I had never owned a gun or expressed interest in one, just an empty rifle case. <laughs> uh, here's some more awful parents. It was the first Christmas my father and current stepmother had together. Each of my step-siblings got a new laptop, and I got a $20 gift card to McDonald's. What? Yeah, what the fuck? How could you treat people like that? I mean, I know it's the, like, no print, the thought that counts, whatever. But, no, like, that's, that's bullshit. No, that's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, next woman, I was in sixth grade in 1995. My parents got me a CD case. I didn't have any CDs. <laughs> next one, we have a horrible grandmother. Grandmother got me a pair of jeans that were way too small with a card that read, lose some weight and then maybe these will fit you. Uh. I was beyond furious and our relationship was never the same. I didn't shed a tear when she passed away. I probably wouldn't have talked to her at all. Absolutely fucking not. Go fuck yourself, bitch. That's what I have to say. Next one, my mom got me a roll of toilet paper with a bunch of lame jokes on it. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. <laughs> We're just moms and we get it. <laughs> we just want you to have a little giggle when you go to the bathroom. <laughs> What's wrong with that? It's something to read. <laughs> okay, we have another piece of shit, Grandma. My grandmother was a piece of work. One year, my two cousins and I were at her house for Christmas morning. All of the family was there and there were big, gorgeous pile big gorgeous pile of christmas presents wrapped in the corner we my cousins and i were promptly told that those gifts were for the other grandchildren when we gave our grandma the blank stare of confused children she hurried back into her room and, and threw an old ziploc bag down on the ground between us full of half-used nail polish and broken jewelry and told us merry christmas uh, what the fuck what the fuck what is wrong with these people i mean just like basic human they decency. obviously have issues yeah next one my little sister who collected beanie babies used to give me uh someone who did not collect beanie babies beanie babies <laughs> <laughs> next one we're not friends anymore and haven't been for more than 10 years now however when we were very very close from the ages of 12 to 25 one of my friends one christmas when we were 18 her present to me was a wrapped-up VHS tape of Wayne's World that I had loaned her years before. <laughs> she had actually forgotten that it was my copy, and I was now getting it back as she tried to pass it off as an actual gift. Nice. <laughs> Next one, I got a fake beer can full of handkerchiefs when I was, like, 14. <laughs> you know, I would just rather not get anything. Than to get a crappy gift. Yeah. Something that, you know, you don't like at all. Yeah. It's just like, just don't give me anything. I mean, like, half-used shit, too. That is just, like, no. 
just don't even, don't even try. Uh, next one, when I was about 10, my grandma sent presents from overseas for us to open. My brother opened his first and it was a really cool old school toy. I opened mine and it was a bunch of doilies. I literally cried. I was so disappointed. What the fuck was a 10-year-old supposed to do with doilies is beyond me. <laughs> it's still a family joke. At least it's better than doilies. <laughs> <laughs> Next one, I got a gift card to a restaurant that had closed down in my city. Perfect. What is that noise? Oh, it's, it's the computer. computer. Fuck? Next one, baby clothes. I wasn't pregnant, wasn't trying to be pregnant, had no children, and was quite slim. So there's no chance i even looked like i might be pregnant never plucked up the courage to ask anyone for an explanation <laughs> what the fuck what? <laughs> what goes through people's minds i literally it just baffles me how stupid people are and like how differently everyone's brain works because what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next one, three individual socks. For my birthday in February, I received three more socks to complete what I assume was a pack of three pairs of standard unmarked gray low thread count socks. These came from my aunt and uncle who regularly take six weeks vacation around the globe. Hmm. Nice. So what they do, buy a six pack of socks, gave him three on Christmas and then the other three on his birthday? I don't know. What the <laughs> fuck is that? Here's three socks. <laughs> what? Oh my God. Okay, next one. Slippers made out of menstrual pads from my grandfather. I was 13 and humiliated. My grandfather was an enthusiast was enthusiastic about gag gifts, but he did not read the room on this one. <laughs> okay, and this is my last and favorite one. My mom uses Christmas presents to tell us where she thinks we rank in the family. One year she got me a woman's coat. I'm a middle-aged man. <laughs> Another year, she got all the grandkids' pajamas. She got me the same thing. Children's pajamas, small size. I'm six foot one and almost 200 pounds. <laughs> I guess we know where he rates. <laughs> that is not good. she sit there and watch him open that with a straight face seriously (laughs) what is what is going through her mind like oh he could fit a big toe in this at least right what the fuck (laughs) people are fucking nuts (laughs) oh my god so those were mine from the beginning all right this week i did unsolved murder cases all righty um, the first one is the Grimes sisters. Barbara, 15, and Patricia, 13, went to see the Elvis movie, Love Me Tender, in Chicago in December 1956, but never came home. Launching one of the biggest missing person cases in Chicago history, even Elvis himself pleaded for their return. Their naked, lifeless bodies were found a month later on the side of the road, presumed to have been thrown out of a car. Oh, that is awful. Oh, my 
my God. I've never heard of that before. I had never heard of that either. And that's crazy that even Elvis was like yeah. involved. And that is crazy. What the fuck? How, are these unsolved? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. I hate unsolved. Elvis was so hot back in the day. I know. Oh, my God. Uh, the next one is the death of Ricky McCormick. In June 1999, 41-year-old McCormick's body was found in a field in Missouri. He was reported missing for only 72 hours, but his body suggested he died much earlier. What? Then, in 2011, the FBI revealed two cryptic notes in his handwriting had been found in his pockets, which was creepy because Mr. McCormick was practically illiterate and only knew how to write his name. So how'd they know that that was his handwriting? What? I don't know. <laughs> Unless it was like really bad. Like, yeah. Like only he would have written it like that. Like he does his name probably. Maybe. Weird. What? How could he write notes? Well, that and how could he have only been missing for 72 hours, but his body showed that it was. Well, he was reported missing for 72 hours. Oh, yeah, so that's true. he could have been missing for a lot longer and nobody just said anything. That's weird. That is weird. And why are people being found in fields? I don't know. That's awful. <laughs> I don't know. Betsy Ard- Ardsma. In November 1969, the 22-year-old student was in the Patty Library of Penn State when she was stabbed once in the chest. There was so little blood that no one was aware she'd been stabbed until she arrived at the hospital. 47 years later, police are still actively taking any information on the case. What the fuck? Someone just stabbed her and, like, left? Yeah, but how could she... How could it bleed so little that no one knew she'd been stabbed? I mean, they knew it had to have known something happened, right? Well, yeah. I was. Because they I took mean, her to the hospital. Right. Or, well, it said she when she arrived at the hospital. Maybe she took herself. I don't know. Yeah, it didn't even say if she died, technically. I mean, it sounds like she did. But. Yeah, it didn't say that she died. That is strange, though. That is really weird. Unless they stabbed her, like, right in the right spot where all the blood drained into her body or something like that. Mm. Where it didn't come out. Yeah. I don't know. I am not a doctor. By the way. You aren't? No. <laughs> All this time. I just say what I think. So. <laughs> uh, Walker County, Jane Doe. In 1980, a girl was seen by two different gas station attendants in Texas who say she was asking for directions to a nearby prison to visit a friend. She was later found murdered miles away, lying face down, and was unidentified. Her picture was shown to everyone at the prison, but no one recognized her. No one said they recognized her. What the mm-hmm. fuck is that? What? How old was she? Uh, it doesn't say. She doesn't look that old. Why would she be going to a prison? That's kind of scary. To visit a friend, too. Yeah, but I mean, does that really have anything to do with... Uh, I mean, does it? I don't know. If she's messing with people in prison, that's probably not the best. I mean, I'm not trying to victim blame, but it's not the best path to walk down, you know? And Yeah, but anyone she's visiting in prison, that's not like they could have done it. They can't get out. 
people have people outside sometimes yeah. that can do stuff for them if they really wanted to. That's crazy though. But why wouldn't why wouldn't they admit to knowing her if they didn't have anything to do with it? And why would she lie about going to a prison to visit a friend? That's super weird. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Atlas Vampire in 1932, a female sex worker was found in Stockholm after being dead three days with her skull crushed in, signs of sexual activity, and a ladle near the bed. Her blood was almost completely drained, and the lady and the ladle was suspected to be the drinking apparatus of the unknown murderer. What? Ew. Wasn't there, wasn't there a vampire killer? That wasn't that early though no yeah it was later than that i wonder if she was the only one and something that far back you don't know because it wasn't until way later that oh yeah that they started comparing yeah, yeah. Or like even talking to each other mm-hmm. so i bet she wasn't the only one that's crazy that's probably a serial killer who thought they were a vampire oh my gosh no <laughs> the doodler murders doesn't sound very scary. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they get to pick their names. (laughs) Up to 14 gay men were believed to have been murdered by the doodler in the (laughs) mid-70s. That's not funny. (laughs) How did he get the name the doodler? Does it say? I don't know. He'd meet victims, sketch them, and then kill them. There you go. He doodles. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That is horrible. That is horrible. Doodles. (laughs) The case remains unsolved due to the homophobia of the time Uh and potential leads who wouldn't appear in court due to the fear of being outed. Oh, that sucks. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh. That is a pretty bad name. <laughs> <laughs> Why couldn't they call it like the painter or the They could well they should the artist. They should give serial killers dumb fucked up names because yeah, they're they dumb should. fucked up. They should if they did he was that, probably like the doodler, I'm not a doodler. I hope he was. <laughs> If they gave them stupid, fucked up names in the news like that, I think people would second guess killing other people. Yeah, they should do that. That would be hilarious, too. Just like <laughs> Dan uh, Cummins calls the the Columbine, one of the Columbine killers, uh, something like small ween pe- stinky nuts or something. <laughs> If they gave them good names yes, like that. Yes, they'd be like, I'm not doing that. They might call me something stupid. <laughs> the small weed stinky nuts killer. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. That would be hilarious. See, the doodler is so much better than the painter. The painter sounds sophisticated. Yes. And the doodler sounds like a dumbass. I love it. <laughs> oh, that's a great. 
Tusing both went missing and was found in the same night in June 2000. She left her fiancé for the night to see her parents, but never arrived at her destination. She was found in a ditch filled with rainwater without signs of struggle or sexual assault, and her keys were in the ignition. Just horrifying. What? What the fuck happened? That is creepy. No signs of struggle or... She was just in a ditch with her keys still in the ignition of her car? Uh Uh-huh. What the fuck? That is creepy as fuck. It doesn't say what she died of. I wonder if she... Well, it said it was filled with rainwater. Maybe she drowned. She drowned, yeah. Like, what the fuck? That is crazy. What happened to her? See, I hate unsolved mysteries. I know. I hate them. Because that literally, I'm like, I don't want to give anyone a bad name but that could have been bigfoot or something we don't know could she could have been scared to death we don't know that's fucking nuts like she saw something she shouldn't have yeah something and then bigfoot just went in his little portal to his own dimension (laughs) and like see you never i don't think it was bigfoot i don't either like i said i don't want to give anyone a bad name because honestly humans yeah, they're much scarier. Way scarier. <laughs> but seriously, like, I'm just making, we don't know. Yeah. It could literally be anything. What the fuck happened? That is insane. And it sounds like we will never know. All right. Colonial Parkway murders. A serial killer took the lives of at least eight people near the Colonial Parkway of Virginia in the late 80s. It started with the discovery of the bodies of Rebecca Ann Dowski and Kathleen Thomas, a couple out for a night at a spot called Lover's Lane, and numerous other couples were found as well, marking a pattern. No one knows who the Colonial Parkway murderer was. That's terrifying. Why do they always attack couples? Is it like jealous people? Probably. That's just sad. It's most likely a dude. Yeah. Who doesn't Who, have, didn't have a girlfriend. Oh, doesn't know how to act around women, so no women will give him the time of day because he doesn't know how to treat women, probably. And he was jealous. That sucks. Don't be jealous. Jealous people are nuts. <laughs> Houston Icebox Murders. In 1965, the body parts of Fred and Edwina Rogers were found inside their refrigerator wrapped neatly on the shelves. People believe their son Charles committed the crime. He hasn't been seen since the incident. Oh my God, I've heard of that one. Yeah, they totally think that he murdered his parents, cut them up, wrapped them up, and put them in their fridge, and then disappeared. Creepy. Oklahoma Girl Scout murders. In 1977, three young girls were found in their tent at Girl Girl Scout camp, raped and strangled. The counselors were sleeping just yards away. A local jail escapee was arrested for the case, but the court ended up releasing him for lack of evidence. Mm. That story is beyond awful. <laughs> They're just babies. That's It's disgusting. Yeah, what it is. Beyond. Walker family murders. In December 1959, two parents and their two kids were found brutally slaughtered in their home in Osprey, Florida. There have been 587 suspects to date, including a serial killer named Emmett Emmett Monroe Spencer, 
who confessed to the crimes, but his claims were pushed aside by authorities because he was a pathological liar. Hmm. 587 suspects? That's crazy. That's a lot. Which means they have no fucking clue. They have no clue. What the fuck? What are these... Like... And again, you know, it, this is before police talk to each other, so it could have happened multiple times and we wouldn't have known. But is that just like a one-time fucked up killing spree that this person went on and then like lived the rest of their life? You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I don't know. What the fuck? How? I, I cannot wrap my head around how someone could murder people like that. And, and then just, just go on there with their lives. Yeah, just go have some breakfast and maybe take a nap. And, you know, like what the fuck? I cannot. That's why. That's why it's so fascinating to me because it's just. It's because we don't understand what's going on in their mind. Exactly, we don't have any clue. Exactly, it's fascinating because, like, I could never, ever, ever in my entire life. I don't care how mad I got. I would never be able, like physically, morally, anything, be able to even hurt someone. I can't even, like, the only thing I can kill is an insect. Same. And that's all I've got for today. All right. I did just some scary stories this week. First one, many years ago when I was in high school, I was staying up late playing video games. Parents were out, no big deal. Being home alone didn't scare me. So I'm playing the game, and around 3 a.m., my, fi- my parents finally arrive. This in itself wasn't unusual, but based off their demeanor, something had happened. My dad told me that on their way back from their friend's house, a far drive away, he had noticed they were being followed. My mom had no idea, but my dad, being the driver, was aware of this car that had followed them from about halfway back. Our house was in the suburbs, and thus getting to our house involved f- a few turns and whatnot. My dad purposely drove past our house without stopping, which is when my mom asked what he was doing. Sure enough, the car continuously followed my parents through the neighborhood. My dad ended up driving to the police station, which is when the car turned away and stopped following them. It's scary to think what could have been had my dad not had the presence of mind to be aware of his surroundings as a driver to act on his intuition. Jesus. (laughs) My parents wouldn't open... Would have opened the garage door and put the car in and had no idea that the car whose occupants likely had a malicious intent was right behind them as in a thought that still bothers me today. Uh, Because of this past incident, I learned to always be mindful of my surroundings when driving. That is scary. Yeah. And I would just probably lead someone right to my house because I wouldn't be paying any attention. (laughs) Well, I like, you know, I live out in the country and if anyone follows me like even halfway home, I would be like, okay, where are you going? Because (laughs) I know you don't live out here because no one crazy enough to live out here would drive as far as I do. Anyway, (laughs) next one, 10 years ago, I was 18 years old as I was taking a shower and washed my hair. With every washing motion, I pulled out more and more of my own hair until I was bald. No reason, no warning, nothing. Just the pure horror of pulling out handfuls of hair. The drain clogged with my hair as I silently stared in the mirror across the room at my own bald head. 
It felt like I was falling apart, mentally and physically. I honestly thought I would die that day. It was a sudden autoimmune disease, alopecia, overnight. It was scary as hell. The weeks after, I lost all my body hair as well. My hair never returned, and I'm okay with it now, but I will never forget that moment in the shower. That would be so scary. Awful. That would be... Oh, my god. I would think I was dying, too. Yeah. That is horrifying. Next one, when I was 15 to 16, my mom put me on diet pills. Still don't know what they are. Uh, That let me get away with just eating a tiny cup of soup the whole day and be okay with less than three hours of sleep a day. I got hooked on them because I could study way more. I guess the sleep deprivation finally caught up one night and I started having auditory hallucinations. It started with white noise, then morphed into what sounded like a garbled shouting argument between a bunch of people and started echoing until it became a man with a deep, sinister laugh laughing hysterically. The rational part of me figured it's an auditory hallucination, but holy crap, it was petrifying and I could feel every hair on my body standing up. Then another part of me just thought, well, if it's not a hallucination and I'm actually going to get murdered by bloodthirsty ghosts, at least I won't have to take a test tomorrow. (laughs) First of all, what the hell is a mother doing giving her daughter stuff like that? We've had a lot of shitty parents on this episode. For me, great. (laughs) i mean seriously what the hell some people are just fucking crazy and they shouldn't have kids apparently next one me and my fiance saw a guy on the side of the road asking for a ride i told her there was no way in hell i'd pick up a male hitchhiker she told me it was the right thing to do but i convinced her that we shouldn't three days later he was arrested for murdering the couple that picked him up oh my god i'm glad she didn't let him talk it or like i didn't sh- i'm glad he didn't let her talk him into it so that's trying to say <laughs> you're having trouble talking to him yes and every week <laughs> <laughs> next one i'm 52 when i was about eight years old five other eight to ten year olds were in a kid's bedroom playing this one boy and me were wrestling around when someone turned off the lights when the light went off there was a loud pop Another kid had found a pistol and fired it. Mm. I was lying, laying on the bedroom floor. The bullet missed my head by two inches. It was a straight down shot that narrowly missed. Oh, shit. Holy shit. That reminds me of, um, well, it's not a podcast anymore, but there was a podcast called Is We Dumb? And one of the guys on there was talking about he would, him and his friends would go out at night and play on this trampoline in this yard Mm -hmm. and he said that he pushed his friend down and like his friend you know fell down and he um on the trampoline and he heard him say oh my god and that kid had fallen right next to this like um like iron stake that was in the ground that was sticking up just enough and you know they were like if i like that would have been fucking manslaughter because he pushed him and if he would have like an inch over they were just playing yeah scary as fuck and they were just kids like you don't know yeah god well that could happen to an adult too yeah anybody messing around you know so scary yeah when i was eight and my brother was six my mom picked us up from school one day 
When we got home, my mom had forgotten her keys, so she knocked on the door for my grandma to let us in. Now, architecture is super important to the story. We lived in a very well-to-do apartment building on the eighth floor, where each floor was a long rectangle with a single apartment on each, on each end, so two apartments per floor. In the middle of the rectangle of each floor, there was a single elevator. The building was essentially all glass. There were no external fire staircases or ladders, and the near, nearest structure was another building an entire block away. Okay, so we knock on the door. My grandma yells from the inside, I'm coming, so we wait, and we wait. One minute, nothing. So we knock again, and again, grandma says, I said, I'm coming. Three minutes, and then five. She still isn't opening the door, even though we can clearly hear her in the kitchen inside the house, so we're starting to get pissed. We knock and knock, and she just keeps saying the same thing. I said, I'm coming. I'm coming right now. Ten minutes later, the elevator opens up behind us, and out comes my grandma. <laughs> the apartment had been empty the entire time. It's been 20 years since then, and my mom, my brother, and I all clearly remember talking to that voice that sounded exactly like my grandma. Zero explanation. My grandma is still alive, by the way. Ugh, I just, I got chills on that Me one. too. Ugh. What the fuck? Uh, next one. It says this probably doesn't count, but my dad once dug up two World War II mortars in his backfield. Thankfully, he didn't hit them and was fine. Scared the crap out of me that they're just like, they're chilling underground. Ugh. Holy who know, shit. Who knows how much of that stuff is just Seriously. hanging around? Seriously, it could be anywhere. We would have no clue. Scary. Next one, I was about nine laying in bed watching snow fall out of the window that faced the backyard. Suddenly, a man's face popped up just inches from my window staring right at me. I still remember his beard coated in ice and his steamy breath. After a few seconds, I unfroze and ran to my mom's room. She thought I was making it up and sent me back to my room, so I hid so I couldn't see out the window. What? You don't even go check? What the fuck? The next morning when we left for school, there were footprints in the fresh snow that went straight to the back of my window. How could you ignore... Bad parents. My gosh. Next one, I was abducted off the street while jogging, choked, and threatened to kill me and sexually assaulted me. I lived. He murdered the next female he snatched off the street from the same small town in California. He's on death row at San Quentin. Holy shit. That's terrifying. Next one, wake up around 1 to 2 a.m. to go get a drink, walk down my hallway, and start down, start to walk downstairs in the darkness. And all I hear is my daughter's Minnie Mouse toy go off from downstairs. Hee hee, want to play? <laughs> I ignore and keep going down. Hee hee, want to play? <laughs> I decided to drink. My drink wasn't worth it and went back to bed and woke up in the morning and the Minnie Mouse toy was next to my bed without any batteries. <sighs> Holy shit. No, I don't want to play. <laughs> no. It's terrifying. Next one, I used to live in a house in a quiet neighborhood. I'd often stay up late in the living room, which had a fairly large glass door to the backyard that you could slide open with no curtain. Sometimes I'd hear noises in the backyard, but I, it would usually be my cats. Sometimes the motion-sensing porch light would turn on, but again I figured it was some nighttime critter. One day, after a night of snow, I noticed a fresh set of shoe prints that stopped dead right in front of that glass door. Someone had obviously been there at some point in the night. 
Another time I noticed the glass door's lock was slightly tampered with. I'm actually freaking myself out writing all of this because at the time I figured it was just one t a one-time thing, but in reality this person could have been making repeat visits anytime he wanted before and after the snow that day. Ugh. Terrifying. First of all, I would not be able to sleep in front of a glass a window with no curtains on it. That would not exist in my house. There's no, no, well, it wouldn't in mine room. either, but... I, I can't have open, like, open windows where anyone could look in at any time. No. I don't care if I lived in the middle of literally no, nowhere. No, I still couldn't do Absolutely it. Absolutely not. What if, what if Bigfoot came up to the <laughs> What window? is with you and Bigfoot? I don't know. But I'm giving him a very bad name tonight. He's a stalker and a murderer. <laughs> I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. Okay, this will be my last one. When I was 16, my grandparents hired me to house sit for three weeks at their farmhouse in a small town. It was the second to last night of my stay and all was, had gone well for a 16-year-old completely alone in a big empty house for three weeks. It was about 1 a.m. and it started to thunderstorm outside, so I decided to turn everything off and go to bed. I was upstairs in the front bedroom that overlooks their driveway. Using the toilet when I heard a loud noise outside that sounded similar to a tractor or a riding mower. Now, this isn't completely unusual as my uncle lives down the street and he is the one who did lawn care for them. But at 1 a.m. during a storm was quite odd. I heard the side door to the house open and could hear my uncle's work boots enter below me. I thought maybe he was there to help out in case of a power outage. What really got me, though, was the fact that the three German shepherds were laying at the foot of the bed completely unaware, which is not like them at all. Those dogs go wild at a leaf falling on the ground 15 feet away. So I go to the window and look out at the driveway. No cars, no tractor, nothing. No one is out there. All of a sudden, the stomping intensifies, and I start to hear what sounds as if someone is banging a broom on the ceiling below me. Now the dogs start going wild, and I am full in panic mode. The thunderstorm outside is intensifying, the stomping and banging on the ceiling is getting louder, and the dogs are going berserk. Instantaneously, the power goes out and everything, everything stops. The dogs, the stomping, the banging, everything. The room is in pitch black for a full five minutes, and I hid under the covers trying to calm my uncle in a sheer panic. After that, everything was as if nothing happened, and the storm passed shortly after. It was the scariest and weirdest night ever. It was Bigfoot. <laughs> Damn Bigfoot. <laughs> that does make sense because if, if he's throwing rocks and banging on shit and he's a heavy dude, so you'd hear his foot stomps. <laughs> that would be scary, though. Hell yeah. Could especially, you imagine? Especially if you'd been there for three fucking weeks and like nothing happened and then all of a sudden all this shit, like what the fuck is that well, the scariest part is when okay the lights go out and then it's silent yeah it's like um i would have what? thought i died or something like the world had stopped yeah that is creepy as fuck okay this uh it's time for the witty wrap up Yay, witty wrap up! <laughs> um i did funny christmas tweets this week okie dokie just so we're clear the grinch never really hated christmas he hated people which is fair. That's fair. That is fair. 100%. I get it. Yep. 
Not you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like opening Christmas gifts to remind you that the people you're closest to in the world know absolutely nothing about you. <laughs> Going back to the original one about the Grinch, mm-hmm. I saw this TikTok where this guy had this theory about like why the Grinch hated Christmas so much. And he was like, go back to when Dr. Seuss wrote Green Eggs and Ham. How did the ham get green? What kind of meat is that? (laughs) It could be Grinch meat. That's why he hates everyone. Okay, that... Okay, whatever. (laughs) The things people come up with. Yeah, it's like, you have too much time on your hands. RSVPing to Christmas party, whispering into phone, is it okay if I bring my weird roommate? (laughs) Husband from behind me. Stop calling me that. I love that they whispered it. (laughs) A Christmas Carol is the heartwarming tale of how rich people must be supernaturally terrorized into sharing. And that's really sad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie. He sneaks around a tower at night avoiding Alan Rickman. It's a Harry Potter movie. <laughs> it's the prequel. <laughs> oh my god. That's great. <laughs> Flick cigarette after a long drag. Here's the thing. If Cena knows when kids are naughty or nice, then he knew Rudolph was being bullied. <laughs> he totally did. <laughs> it doesn't feel like I'm truly home for the holidays until I've taken my parents' phones and said, here, let me show you at least 25 times. <laughs> Going back to the one you just did. Sorry again. We were watching Elf. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, in the beginning when uh, Buddy slips into Santa's bag and in the orphanage and then he ends up taking him back to the North Pole. Uh-huh. Aaron was like, Santa knows what all the kids are doing. He would have known. (laughs) I was like, that's a terrible movie. (laughs) He's like, he could take him back right now if he wanted to. (laughs) He just kidnapped him. (laughs) I don't want a lot for Christmas later. All I want for Christmas is you. Exactly what does that do for my self-confidence, Mariah? (laughs) That's funny, (laughs) about that i don't want a lot just you (laughs) (laughs) to the people who put antlers and a nose on their car for christmas you can't trick me i know it's a car (laughs) those are everywhere they are they are (laughs) this whole year has been the nightmare before christmas yes (laughs) that's funny I like to put up Christmas decorations in stages. This is the stage where I sit on the couch with lasagna and stare at the boxes. <laughs> Hope I get serotonin for Christmas. What's that? Uh, that's a chemical in your brain that produces happiness, I think. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I would love that for Christmas. Her, I really can't stay. Me, an introvert. Oh, that's too bad. Bye. <laughs> Does anyone else's family hide a tiny pickle ornament in the Christmas tree and whoever finds it gets to open the first present or am I a different kind of white? 
which is really funny. Because Chris was telling me about this earlier today. Really? She was like, uh, she said something about hide a pickle in a tree. I'm like, what? <laughs> what kind of pickle are we hiding in trees? What's going on? Pickles? Apparently, what? people do this. They get, a, it's a fake pickle, but it's a green pickle ornament. And you stick it in a tree, like, in the branches. Yeah. So it kind of, it blends in with yeah. the... And the the first kid that finds it gets, like, a, some kind of prize or, like you know. Like, they get to open the first Yeah. Book. That's adorable and weird. And I have <laughs> never heard of it I've never heard of that. I guess it's, uh, it comes from Germany or something. Very interesting. That's funny. <laughs> yes, you're a different kind of white. I've never heard of that. <laughs> I have never heard of that. <laughs> Of course, we wouldn't if one of us didn't hear about it. The other one wouldn't. Right, yeah. We're in the same family. Right. Yeah, we're yeah. Irish. We did not have yeah, pickles no. in our tree. No. <laughs> and whoever came up with that is fucking weird. Okay? That's all I can that say. That is weird. I mean, it makes sense because it blends in. Yeah, but. But I it's mean, weird. Like, what? Yeah. What? Pickle? Yeah. I yeah, why is that? That's not Christmassy at all. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Hello, I'm an adult in a Christmas movie. I don't believe in Santa, but have also never bought my children even one of the presents they receive every year. <laughs> they just appear, and I am fine with this reality. This is neither confusing nor horrifying. <laughs> I wish that was the reality. Wouldn't that be awesome if they just showed up under your tree? Yes, Holy it would. Fuck. I would ask for so much. That would probably be bad. <laughs> <laughs> Worst things the parents do on Home Alone. Three, never punish Buzz. <laughs> Two, forget one of their kids. Or one, try to make everyone drink milk with pizza. <laughs> hey, we that had to drink so milk. True. We had to drink milk with everything growing up. We didn't have to with pizza. We got Coke with pizza. I got a little bit of Coke. I got a whole bottle. I know, shut up. <laughs> That's what you get for being the baby. Hey, it's not my fault. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Damn it. <laughs> Cashier, do you want cash back? Me. I mean, who wouldn't? There's a ring of fire. I walk the line. Let's not forget the, his Christmas album. That's so stupid. <laughs> that is stupid. I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. The older you get, the more holidays become about keeping your father off a ladder. <laughs> Came in drunk and saw the oven was on, so obviously I turned it off. Turns out Dad was cooking beef slowly overnight, oh, and I ruined Christmas. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what will I miss most about Christmas this year? Slowly descending to the floor on a leaking air mattress while a collection of nutcrackers stares at me, open-mouthed. <laughs> really, air mattresses are the worst. They are. They are worthless. I have never been on an air mattress that I wasn't on the floor by the morning. Same. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't understand. And they keep selling them and do we keep all, buying them. Do they all come with holes? I I think so. They all come with patches, so <laughs> I'm thinking. 
For the seventh year in a row, Rick Astley refuses to give his wife her favorite Pixar movie for Christmas. Who? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Rick Astley is a singer. Okay. What did he sing? Um, I'm not going to remember. I don't get this one at all. I don't either. At all. If someone gets it, let us know. Because we are <laughs> clueless. I have no idea. Next one. Three months ago, I was crying every single day when I drove home from work because I was so unhappy with my life. I'm still doing that, but now I get to listen to Christmas music simultaneously. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> the 12 days of Christmas is completely unrealistic. There is no way that you'll... St- that you're still accepting gifts from someone after four days of birds. <laughs> I wouldn't be after one day. <laughs> Half of 50s Christmas songs are just like, Hooby dooby, ha ha he, it's Christmas time again. <laughs> and it's great! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was my last one. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it. Um, we do want to mention that we are going to take a few weeks off. So we're going to be not recording the next three weeks during the holidays. So the next time we will record will be Friday the 13th of January 2023. So everybody have a wonderful and safe, happy holiday, whatever you and your family celebrate. Thank you for listening. Send in your stories. We still need them. Ghoulsnightoutpodcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook, request to join the group, rate, review, and subscribe. And we will talk to you next year. Woo! Later. (laughs) Bye!